This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer. A free-for-all Friday. You're asking to hear something I don't want to say. But if I do say it, I think you ought to hear it. You got anything on your chest besides your chin, you better get it off. All right, then you asked for it. Yes, we did. So lay it on us. Free-for-all Friday means you set the tone. Here is Libby Snymer. Good afternoon and welcome to this free-for-all Friday. And boy... So many changes this week, you could get whiplash. And I'm wondering if anybody out there, how are you coping? Are you changing your plans? We just heard Teresa Tam uh, pleading with people, just carefully consider your plans, maybe adjust them. So are you cutting back on your gatherings? Are you doing anything different than what you planned maybe a week ago? Uh, we have that advisory, the travel advisory, where the prime minister said now's not the time to travel. It's an advisory against traveling internationally. And I've got to tell you, uh, I have friends who are reconsidering their plans. One set of friends, they've rented a house in Belgium where their kids are living. That's one. And uh, another couple that was set to go at the end of the month, uh, they spend some time in Palm Springs every winter. They've rented a house there. So uh, I don't know what they're going to do. Um, I think a lot of people are sort of going ahead with their plans. But, uh, you know, I mean, today we had a thousand more cases than yesterday. I mean, that that makes those predictions not look so wild. A thousand more cases than yesterday. Uh, and I also want to know those rapid, free rapid tests that are being given out. Did anybody score any of those? I have to admit, I only tried one place, uh, an LCBO here in the neighborhood, and there was a big sign on the door saying, we don't have any rapid tests. And what I've heard about the ones in the LCBO is that when the government made the announcement on Wednesday, nobody working there had heard anything about it. And by Thursday, they were gone, all given out. So I think it's moving pretty quickly. I'd really like to get some of those rapid tests. Uh, Has anybody had more luck than me? Uh, Though, mind you, people who got them are waiting in big lineups and, and maybe tried more than one place. Uh, so let's get right to it. I see the phone lines are uh, really uh, lighting up. 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-744-740. What do you make of all these changes? Or is there anything else you want to talk about? I'm here. We're listening. Uh, let us go to Karen and Fergus. Hi, Karen. Hi, Libby. Happy Friday. Thank you. Um, yes, I managed to get through yesterday and talk about the uh, COVID insurance for my upcoming trip, which I've subsequently gotten. But I need some clarification on this booster shot. Have they are they waiving the 168 days after the second shot um, for the booster? Because I my second shot was September 8th, I believe. So I am I not sure. I heard talk of that. 
Okay. Uh, yeah. I heard that what I heard was waiving the six months between the first and second shot for kids. That's what I heard. So I don't okay. know if they are waiving the 168 days. Um, we right. should check on that. I, I suspect that's still in place, but, if, if, you know, why don't you call your pharmacy and ask? Yeah, I was just going to say I'll pop into Shoppers Drug Mart today and speak to, to them because I'd like to get that if at all possible before I take off too. But anyway, good, okay, you've answered my question. Good luck and, with uh, that. Yes, thank you very much. And okay. have, a, have a great weekend ahead. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. Bruce in Guelph, you're up. Hi, Bruce. Um, first of all, it, it's kind of ironic and ridiculous. They just announced that they're uh, lifting the travel ban on, I think it's 10 South African countries, but yet they're giving the advisory not to travel. I, I just don't understand how that makes sense. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Really, you make a very good point. It doesn't make yeah. a lot of sense. With the rapid test kits, I've heard in Toronto that you have to go behind, you have to go to the cash register and line up to get them, which is ridiculous. So I, I live in Cambridge, I work in Guelph. Uh, my wife went to one of the LCBOs in Cambridge at 10 o'clock. They said they didn't have them yet. You phone the other store, which is only five minutes away. We have them. You walk to the front of the store. The sliding doors open automatically, as, as most of LCBOs, and they hand them out to you. You don't have to go in the store at all. Same in Guelph. I went to the one in Guelph. Same way. You just walk by, they hand them to you. Thank you very much. You're gone. Well, you know what? Um, <laughs> I wonder if that's the case here. All I got not, was no, a... I've heard, I've heard, like on other stations, that you have to you have to go to the cash register and line up behind people that are buying booze. I don't know. Uh, I think everything is all over the map, frankly. But uh, you know the way uh, you got it, that sounds like uh, it's definitely a better alternative. Absolutely. And congratulations for getting one. Thank you. Uh, what about your gathering at Christmas? Well, we're only having um, like the one day we're having my my wife's family over, and then the next day we're having my family over. Uh, there is three kids that obviously aren't vaccinated yet, and her son isn't vaccinated. He just had COVID, so what they're going to do is do a rapid test that morning. I told her plain and simple, I said, I don't want to get an argument, but if your son refuses to take a test because he's a bull like that, I said, they're not coming. That's it. End the story. Nobody's coming unless they do the test. And we're going to do the test in the morning, too. So Is, is, he, is he an anti-vax? He, well, he's not. I wouldn't call him an anti-vax. He just says he doesn't need to get it. That's what he's saying. That's, you know, well, that is it. that is not the guidance. I know. That no, is... I believe me. Abby, I know. I think he's an idiot. He thinks <laughs> he thought at the beginning this thing was a hoax. I don't know if he still thinks it is. But... Uh, he's an anti-vax then. Yeah, he, no, he's, he's just ridiculous. Okay, well, yeah, you um, stick to your guns. I guess it's not easy with family, but uh, no, at I least know, but you got I'm those. I'm going to, absolutely sure. Okay, well, good luck with that, Bruce. Thanks, baby. Have a good Christmas. Okay, you too. Take care. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Okay, let us go to Tom in Ajax. Hi, Tom. Good afternoon. I uh, I phoned in two weeks ago when Bob was on to mention this ongoing problem. Apparently, hundreds of thousands of senior Canadians have lost all their subsidies and credits and, and benefits uh, allowed for, uh, you know, uh, it, it's old age. It's, it's old age security that was clawed back. Well, no, this is because, you know, subsidies, like I, I get one for, for my hydro. Right. Uh, it's a subsidy for your hydro bill. Some people, I get them for, depending on where you work, the thing I saw on TV was for a lady in Edmonton who lost all of her subsidies, and out there you can get them for your rent, uh, because her income was inflated over the limit for 2020 by taking CERB. Right. 
So this is, you know, it's a temporary one-year thing. It's gone back to normal now, but the government, these things are dictated by the government. They said, sorry, it's based on your 2020 income tax return. You have no recourse. Well, uh, it was just announced, Christian Freeland just announced in the economic update the other day, Wednesday, it was it was either Tuesday or Wednesday. It's all uh, melding together. She yeah. put some money aside to deal with the problem. Uh, it was specifically for the problem of CERB, I think, and OAS. But but the government has recognized that that's not right. And she put some money aside to deal with it. Whether it works with those subsidies, I'm not sure, because the subsidy, if it's a hydro subsidy, is probably from hydro and not from the government. It's the one I'm, I was getting is from Ontario Electrical Energy Support, and Jagmeet Singh got up in Parliament earlier this week and raised the issue, and the Speaker of the House just shut him down. So, well, the th- this was because- this was on uh, this was in the economic statement on Tuesday. <laughs> so, I, I as I said, they've put money aside to deal with it. If she announced yeah. it this week, it might take a little while to you know trickle down. That's one of the things that governments do. They make a big announcement and then uh, you have to hurry up and wait. Uh, Tom, good luck with that. Thanks for your call. Okay, we are moving right along. Uh, Let's go to Pat in Toronto. Hi, Pat. Hi, Libby. Uh, Just to tell you what we have done, uh, canceled one lunch, canceled one dinner, uh, canceled our Royal Alec ticket for uh, the end of the month. And my wife, uh, being ahead of the the the, uh, the wave, she went bought and went and bought four test kits at twenty five bucks each the day before it got announced as being free. Uh, well, you've got to find a free one. <laughs> well, no, we, but we've got the others. That that's fine. Uh, I still come back to this issue of what are we going to do triage wise? I I heard this number again being bandied about of potentially twenty five thousand. And I worry when we get limits on the ICU, how are they going to decide who's going to be treated and not treated? I, I, I understand the oath and all the rest of it. When they're limited supplies, are they going to say, well, I'm 77, therefore I've had a good life, therefore we should give it to somebody who's 33, even if they're a non-vaxxer? That's the question I, I wonder well, about. Well, what? okay, this this came up. Uh, during, I forget which wave, probably wave two. And right. uh, what they said, the criteria was that they were going to prioritize people who were likely to survive, which kind of makes sense. Uh, that would be a huge scandal if it was according to age. You know, there have been people who suggested maybe it should be ageist people. But um, as far as I know, according to the triage criteria that they actually discussed, it was going to be uh, the likelihood of survival. And I think uh, the likelihood of survival for a year afterwards. That's yeah. what it was the last time I looked. Yeah, that's a slippery slope, though. But that's an interesting one. But the key thing is for everybody to go out. And oh, on answer to your other one, I'm almost certain that they reduced the waiting period for the booster to three months. I'm positive I heard that on the radio the okay, other day. Okay, I'm I'm they, not sure you did cuz what I what I definitely <laughs> heard was that they were going to reduce the interval for kids. 
who are just getting their shots. Well. <laughs> so, uh, you know what? You Zeb, want to make a bet? <laughs> a bet? Well, no, I want to check it. Yes, I, <laughs> I want to check it, not make a bet. What are you going to bet? <laughs> we're, exactly. we're canceling everything. Yeah, okay. Exactly. Thank Pat, you very much. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Okay. Okay. Yes, we really should check that. Uh, we really should check it in writing. Okay, wait, wait. You know, I think I just got an email. Um, aha. From Jane Brown, who is off today, and I guess she's listening. Okay. Thank you, Jane. She says, starting Monday, anyone 18 and over can book a third shot 84 days after their second. All right. So I was off a day this week, so I missed that. So again, people, because uh, I, I hate to be the one responsible for any misinformation. And this from Jane Brown on holiday. And thank you, Jane, for emailing me from your holiday. That is starting Monday, not today. Anyone 18 and over can book a third shot 84 days after their second. And I'll be repeating that throughout. Okay. Thanks again, Jane. Now, who are we going to? Hazel in Niagara Falls. Hello, Hazel. Hi there. Go ahead. (laughs) I have two cruises booked back to back on January the 15th. And I'm not sure what to do about it. We were already having a problem with getting a PCR test coming back because we're flying from Buffalo to Miami and the flight comes in at 11 o'clock at night and where we were going to get a 60 minute PCR test doesn't open until eight o'clock in the morning. 60 minute PCR test. I hadn't even heard of that. Yeah. There's certain places and we found a, a pharmacy in Buffalo that does it within 60 minutes. Um, get the answer. Okay, well, uh, good luck to you if if all of that works. I mean, I think all kinds of traveling is, is going to be even more nightmarish than usual. Yeah, now now we have this nightmare that we're adv- advising not to travel, so uh, we're not sure what we were going to do. We're so excited about going because we've had this book for a year. And did you, the last time I talked about this, and that's a, always the caveat, um, the, the uh, insurance companies weren't offering insurance for cruises. Oh, I didn't even know that. We turned it down because we were, we weren't, we were taking our chances. We were, we were going. Okay. Well, um, yeah, uh, I mean, it was COVID insurance that they were not offering. But anyway, um, good luck to you. Thanks. Yeah, I guess we just have to uh, wait a little bit longer and see because the cruise ship we looked on the on the computer and it's a yellow rather than a green the ship that we're going on, and that means that it's the CDC is monitoring it. Okay, so you never so, know. Just uh, be prepared; <laughs> they might change yeah, your plans. I know. Thank you. Thank have you, a good Hazel. Christmas. You too. Have a great Christmas. 
Yeah. You know what? I think uh, the best kind of mental mindset is just uh, everything's up in the air. Just kind of roll with it. Because uh, if you're too set on your plans, uh, you might be disappointed. I, I think it sounds like Hazel has a good attitude. All right. David in Windsor. Hi, David. Hi. Let me. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I just wanted to comment on the uh, Doug Ford's press conference there on Wednesday. And I, I was initially encouraged that he was going to make all these free tests available because uh, basically whether or not I have a Christmas get-together with family is going to depend on whether or not we can all get tested with the rapid test before the get-together so that we're sort of safe. And um, But uh, I guess I was going to say that at worst, the government is again showing their, or at best, they're showing their incompetence. At worst, they're showing how they bend the truth because Ford made it sound like all these rapid test kits were already uh, out the door and on the way to all the centers in Ontario. And it turns out the only place that seems to have the kits so far is Toronto. Um, oh, I, I just heard from somebody in Guelph, uh, but he lives somewhere else, uh, who managed to get the tests and it sounded like uh, they had more supply than here, uh, which might be out. But, well, uh, that, that's good, but I, I have friends in Barry that I've talked to in Port Perry, and I'm in Windsor, and we don't have any kits at all yet. And, and um, the people I talk to here in Windsor, they don't even know when they're going to get them. They haven't been advised on when they're going to arrive. Okay, yeah, well, that is no. that is one of the things that they do. They make a bit a big announcement. The people who are involved in the distribution uh, likely haven't even heard of it, and right. and then you have this situation here. Well, I certainly hope that you get your kits before Christmas. There's another week. Yeah, yeah, I'm hoping, but uh, you're right. It's like it's like the government on this whole pandemic thing is always behind the eight ball. They don't plan ahead or anything. They're just fighting fires as they crop well, up. Yeah, sometimes you've got to cut them a little slack because a lot of this is, whoa, it's it's whiplash. It's stuff we've never seen before. But yeah, That's they true. should. I mean, they no Frankly, expected. this is just, a, it's partly a communication issue. Like, why don't you wait till, I mean, if you're talking about giving those kits out so for Christmas, you've got another week. So why don't you make sure that the things are there and the people involved know you're making the announcement before you do it? Yeah, exactly. No, I agree. Uh, David in Windsor, thanks and have a great Christmas. Okay, same to you. Bye-bye. Okay, I almost forgot to take my first break, so we will take it now. Let me give you the numbers before we go to break. 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-744-740. We're talking about Christmas coming up in a week. Plans, are you changing your plans? Um, travel, the government is advising against travel. Uh, are you still going to take that trip? You've been planning like Hazel for a year. And how are you going to handle it? And what about those rapid test kits? Have you scored any? Because I know that for a lot of people, they want to go ahead with their Christmas plans, but they want their guests to take those rapid tests before they start the celebration. We're going to take that break and we will be right back with more of the original Free for All Friday. 
You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer. When one considers the meaning of life, it is a struggle between alternative viewpoints of life itself. A free-for-all Friday. And without the ability to defend one's own viewpoint against other, perhaps more aggressive ideologies, then reasonableness and moderation could quite simply disappear. Name your topic and be as deep as you like, as long as there's a point in there somewhere. Here is Libby Snymer. Welcome back to this Free For All Friday. We are talking about the recent news about Omicron, the increasing restrictions, advisories, and wondering how this is going to affect people's holidays, people's Christmas. And, you know, uh, psychologically, it's interesting because in the lead up to this, when we were almost back to normal, or it was a kind of new normal, Everybody was saying how, well, it's not like it used to be, but it's a lot better than last year. And now there's all this uncertainty. So let us hear from Natalie in Mississauga. Hi, Natalie. Hello there. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Good, thank you. Um, My question is, with all of these free rapid testing that are being held out, who is to say that family members, for example, may not send one person and then another person and another person and try to make some money out of it. Sorry, what? uh, These free rapid tests, there are dishonest people out there. They're just giving them away. Um, Who's to say that one family member will grab some, send another one will grab some, etc., and then even try to sell them? Uh, Oh, I think that's the last thing we're worried about. Uh, Yeah. But... uh, uh, yeah, is that I thought I thought you were worried that people wouldn't be honest about the results. Oh, I think people would try to sell them on uh, online or uh, make a buck out of it if they're giving them away. There's, there, there are people who are dishonest, unfortunately. Okay, thanks for that, Natalie. Um, that's the last thing I'd be worried about, to be honest. Uh, but. Uh, yeah, but there might be people who get multiples that they may not need and other people who won't get any. And we just heard from Pat that before the announcement, he bought some rapid test kits. Uh, sounds like he spent a hundred bucks. You know, uh, sometimes that stuff happens, but uh, again, you know, I, I have to wait and see if our household manages to score free rapid tests. Uh, you know, and a lot of other people, because I think, uh, you know, they are uh, in high demand. Let's put it that way. Okay. Uh, let us go to Dennis in Brampton. Hi, Dennis. Hi, Libby. Thank you for taking my call. My, my big concern at the moment is whether it's fatigue or what, but people are not taking this seriously. I had a couple of experiences this morning where I needed to line up while I was shopping, and twice I needed to ask the person behind me to back up because she was standing beside me. Uh, I want to say in this case for Okay, Dennis, Dennis, I am losing you, so I'm going to let you go, and please call back on a better line. Okay. All right. Let us go to Daryl in Toronto. Hi, Daryl. 
Hello there. How you doing today? Fine. How are you? Go ahead. I'm hanging in there. I just wanted to talk about a couple of flip-flops I noticed here. The other day when uh, Doug Ford was speaking and he's talking about how they have to close down the arenas or cut back on them, which they should have shut them down completely, and they should never have been opened in the first place. He had all the bartenders and clubs screaming, well, if they're open, you know, there's no reason we shouldn't be. And I'm just wondering why he's setting those down without going after the bars and the clubs now. Because I've gone to a few over the last, you know, and I stopped a week or two ago because I just didn't feel comfortable and think that people were acting safely in there. And uh, full capacity in a bar with people dancing and not wearing their masks. That's, that's you know. That's they just crazy. outlawed dancing and singing and karaoke. Yeah. 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 And band playing and stuff like that. I mean, I, this is what I do. That's, I enjoy live music. But uh, can't go and do it because it just doesn't feel safe. And also, uh, so now he's saying, you know, like those places are safer than the arenas were. But back at the beginning, it was, well, the arenas are safer than they are. So they need to kind of make up their minds. And also, even with the medical profession, a couple of weeks ago, you had a doctor on who was stating that it was very... Fortunate that we weren't as rigid as the pharmaceutical companies in the rest of the world was, and we decided, you know, we could wait six months for the second shot. And, I mean, that was, you know, that's quite a low, too, because, you know, everything is dictated by supply, it seems. All their decisions, and they keep changing no, their No, you know what? They have, they have studies that show that you build up more immunity by waiting that amount, but now with this uh, more severe variant here... And uh, it, there's less, uh, you know, less coverage or less protection from the shots. They're speeding it up. But uh, well, no, what they I, knew I, then, I, I, I mean, the, 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 the information changes. This is all really new. So the six months, yes, it was about supply, but it also turned out that waiting six months was good. But, but they didn't know that when they made the decision. The decision was based totally on supply. It's not like they out-scientized, uh, you know, everybody else and figured this out on their own. They didn't have the supplies, so they said six months is better. Well, I, I, now, all of a sudden, three months. Okay. Thanks for your call, Daryl. Okay. Everyone be well. Okay. Let me give the numbers out again. 416-360-0740. Toll-free 1-866-740-4740. Hey. It's a week before Christmas. Um, we could also talk about the positive things. Uh, are you looking forward to the holiday? Uh, are, is it a, a chance, you know, maybe to just spend some really quality time with the people that you actually live with? Uh, is there anything quiet that you have planned? Um, yeah, we could also talk about the positive aspects of this. And, you know, uh, Daryl made a good point about the arenas and bars. And you know what? I've, I've been to restaurants where I'm totally comfortable with the way everything is. And I've walked into places where not so much. And I think at the end of the day, we all have to take a little bit of responsibility. And if there are places that you don't feel comfortable, uh, I was, uh, we walked into a restaurant the other day and, uh, they started saying, well, we have a fabulous vibe here with lots of loud music and we're a happening place. And you know what? happen without me is my attitude. So I think, yeah, we all just have to make a decision about ourselves and our loved ones, about what we're comfortable with, 
what can we do without, um, yeah, personal responsibility? We're all adults. Okay, let's go to Scott in Woodstock. Hi, Scott. Hi there. I just wanted to give you, uh, you and the viewers a heads up that I'm in the Woodstock area, but I went to Cambridge, Kitchener-Waterloo, and Woodstock LCBOs, about seven of them today, and none of them have any rapid tests at all and didn't even know that they were going to get some. And had they run out or they just never got any? They never got any. Wow. A couple of them were surprised that they were even going to get any. They didn't even know, and they were listed on, uh, on, a news, on one of the news um, websites. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, the way Ford put it, what he said, the hundred top LCBOs, which I take to mean the busiest or the biggest or whatever. Sure. Uh, yeah. I mean, it is a, there's a fair amount of confusion. It's a bit of a concern to me because I just found out yesterday that I shared a, a vehicle with someone, uh, that is a breakthrough uh, case. We had our masks on in the car, but um, she was a breakthrough case and, uh, both her and her husband had been double vaccinated and both of them have the Omicron uh, variant. Okay. Well, if, if that's the case, if you're a contact, then you should go to a pharmacy and get a test. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I've been doing. I've, I've been told by a couple of the pharmacies that I have to book online. Okay. So I'll be, I'm doing that right now. Yeah. I mean, that's definite. If you've, uh, I, I also know of people who, uh, have been told that they've been a contact. It can go pretty quickly because a, yes. a friend of mine told me yesterday that she was told she's, of course, uh, she's double vaxxed and she actually had it, um, wow. back in the spring. And she was told that, that she was a possible contact. And, uh, I just got the email from her. I mean, I hadn't, seen her or anything, but got, she got an email from her that, that she's negative and it's all good. Right. Um, so yeah, it, it can go pretty quickly, but if you, if, if you were in a car with somebody and they told you you're a contact, it's, it's, it's the rapid tests that they're giving for free are basically, uh, this to, to make sure that your guests at Christmas, uh, are okay yeah. before they go to your house. It's not for somebody who's been a contact, but anyway, okay. good luck to you, Scott. And thanks for telling us that about your area. Thanks very much. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. Mike in Toronto. Hello, Mike. Yeah, how are you doing today? Fine. Go uh, ahead. The so, so first thing I want to say before my comment is uh, rapid tests are being sold online on Kijiji and on Facebook Marketplace for up to $100 for a kit of five. So that caller was right about that. Um, this is probably the biggest disaster that the Ford government has had during this pandemic. And that is actually saying a lot compared to the things that he's done during the, the, the whole thing that started. These rapid tests were purchased by the federal government. They were to be distributed by the provincial government to us. Everybody should have got these kits in the mail. We are on the, the weekend before Christmas right now. People have parties to go to, dinners to go to, and we have no rapid test to make sure we're safe. And now it's, we're all scrambling. We're playing Hunger Games, going to liquor stores, and it's a complete disaster, and it's unacceptable, and there should be, uh, they should be accounted for it. Okay. I think I know how you feel. I think, I think you're right. They did hold on to these tests for a very long time and they could have been distributed in plenty of time. And at least, you know, they, they, they've been distributing them to school kids. Uh, but yeah, it's too bad that we don't have those or we don't all have those. Um, Mike, thanks for your call. Thank you. Bye.
All right. Barbara in Oakville. Hello, Barbara. Hi, Libby. How are you? Fine. Go ahead. Good. Good. I wanted to just mention that my daughter and her husband and her in-laws flew out to Arizona a week ago today on Friday. They, on Monday, went to get their PCR test, and none of them, none of them passed this test. And it turned out that the tubes that they were using had expired. So the next day they went to the airport and they got their PCR test and it cost them $1,000. How many people? Four. Four. Well, yeah, that's that's what they can cost. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, <clears throat> I mean, traveling is expensive and more of a hassle now, and it really depends. I mean, uh, I was in New York with my husband about a month ago, and we were prepared uh, that we would have to pay money to get a PCR test to come back. And lo and behold, we found tents with free PCR tests on uh, almost every street corner on Fifth Avenue. <laughs> well, you that were was, lucky. <laughs> everything else was really expensive, I got to tell you. But yeah. but well, uh, there you go. That they weren't going to be able to get their flight home. And, uh, you know, how do you get another PCR test 24 hours before your flight? But I don't know if anybody has had that experience or knows that these tubes do have a, an expiry date. Okay. Okay. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Well, at least they were told the re- real reason. They could have been told you're just positive or whatever. Uh, and you have to be careful who you're getting it from. As with everything else, the numbers to call, 416-360-0740, toll-free, 1-866-740-4740. We're talking about Christmas. Uh, and again, if somebody has, uh, you know, something positive to say, are you listening to music? Are you chilling at home? Uh, have you figured out what you're going to cook? Have you figured out what you're going to do about the dinner? Are you changing your plans with all of this? Were you able to score a rapid antigen test? That's the idea that uh, we get these tests and people take the test before they gather at Christmas and we're being asked to please gather in smaller groups. So again, the numbers to call 416-360-0740, toll free 1-866-740-4740 and we'll be back after the break. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Zneimer. A free-for-all Friday. Step up, say your piece, and we promise not to interrupt. Just be lively about it. We have a lot of listeners hanging on your every word. Here is Libby Snymer. Welcome back to this Free For All Friday. We're a week before Christmas and all of this is coming down and possibly changing our plans, changing our approach, making everything more complicated than it was looking like it was going to be three weeks ago, say. However, uh, let's look on the bright side, too. Uh, I've been asking people about their plans, about whether they've scored the rapid tests. Uh, so uh, let's start with there, Jane in Scarborough. Hello, Jane. Hi, how are you today? Fine, how are you? Good, thanks. 
Um, as far as the rapid tests go, I work for a company in North Scarborough, and I registered us for the uh, government um, allotment of rapid tests so that we can test our people here. And we're supposed to get enough tests to do every person in the building twice a week for four weeks, which would have meant that I would have gotten 26 boxes of the rapid test. Mm -hmm. And then I have to report them on a weekly basis, and then I get my, my refill. I went and picked them up on Wednesday. I got 12 boxes. Wow. Uh, so there is a definite shortage going on of the rapid test. They're rationing them now. Uh, yeah, maybe because they promised them to just regular people, not businesses. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, everyone should get them. I, I agree. Everyone should have them and they should be accessible and they should not be sold. Um, you know, because I mean, you're protecting everyone, right? But just letting people know there's definitely a shortage going on. If they're rationing the businesses, then, you know, there's, there's a problem because the first time I got my allotment, it wasn't rationed and that was a month ago. Okay, well, I know that they started giving them out through Chambers of Commerce a, quite a while ago, but yeah. again, when that first happened, they were they were giving them to certain types of workplaces like factories. Yes, now, and that's how we got ours through the Toronto Board of Trade. Right, and you're, yeah, are you a right. factory? Yes, we are. We're a manufa- we're a millwork manufacturing company. So, right. and I have um approximately 80 employees here. So, the idea is is, you know, to you you test everyone twice a week and then once you get down to, you know, a quarter of your you've got a week left, you uh go back online and you register for your refill. And so, yeah, I was due for my refill, and sure enough, I only got half. So I can only test my people once a week now for the next four weeks and hope that they have them again when I run out in four weeks' time. Yeah, okay. Um, Sorry to hear that. Thanks, Jane, for that info. Okay, take care, and happy holidays. You too. Happy holidays. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Okay, uh, let's go to... uh, Daryl is back, hopefully on a better line, Daryl. Hi. Okay. Um, I yep. just want, hello again. I'm wondering why they aren't giving out these tests where they're giving out the shots and boosters. Would that not make a lot more sense? That might even get some people in to get them. And it just seems a lot more logical to me than LCBO stores. Well, the government, uh, LCBO is a crown corporation, so the government can tell them, hey, we want you to give those out. Uh, in a pharmacy, they do the rapid test for 40 bucks. So I'm not sure they'd be so keen to hand them out for free in their private companies. Well, why, why should they have them if there's a low supply and you know, they should be going out for free rather than be profit tools for them, especially, you know, while people are going in to get their shots. But it just, I don't know, it just seems to make a lot more sense to me to give them out, especially at the larger clinics that they're trying to do. They could give them out there. They could have another door on the side for people that have already gotten their shots to show their receipt and get a kit. Okay, that's not a bad idea. Thanks for that, Daryl. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Okay, who is next here? I, I just want to make sure this name is right. Is it Sunday or Sandy? Sunday. Sunday. Okay, that's right. That's an unusual name. Yes, it is. <laughs> okay. Well, hi, Sunday. Hi. How are you? Fine. Good. I I wanted to say that yes, we've changed our plans as of yesterday. Listening to the news and listening to your station, 
Um, we were going to have, a, you know, a little gathering on Christmas Eve with about six people. We've canceled that. Um, another little gathering we were going to have uh, the day before that with about six people. We've canceled that. And I was trying to find out in our county, Norfolk County, if if we had any of the free tests. And through my pharmacy, I found out that, no, we don't have them in Norfolk County. But my pharmacy was um, selling them for $4 each, uh, which was very reasonable. And then if, if the pharmacist himself did the test, it was $20, the rapid testing. Wow. So and that was very good. So I went and got two of those. You got two of those. I was I was going to say, you know, it was starting to sound like Pat called in and said he paid twenty five bucks a kit. Yeah, it's ridiculous, isn't it? Well, uh, somebody else said they were being sold online for a hundred. So twenty five bucks, you know, maybe that's an option. But four dollars. But I think that uh, for those of us here, maybe it's not worth the drive to Turkey Point. (laughs) No, it's not. But uh, and the other thing is, I was surprised when he said they're only um, active for thirty days, so you can't stock up on them for too long. <laughs> so once he uh, he activates that, and then you, you, it's only good for thirty days. It's only good for thirty days. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, well, thank you, and have a great Christmas. You too. Have a great Christmas. Yeah. Everybody has to decide on their own. Are you? Keeping your get-together, I mean, those are small get-togethers with six people, but uh, Sunday is cancelling them just to be safe. That's, uh, you know, better safe than sorry. Okay, who is next? Ah, Jamie in Toronto. Hi, Jamie. Hi, how are you doing, Libby? Fine, how are you? Not too bad, thanks. Um, I'm calling in with more of a comment than anything else, and I think it's really important that people just need to relax. They need to breathe. Take it easy. We've been through something like this before, and I just find that panic spreads panic, and I hear a lot of panic out there. And, I mean, we've been through so much already, but... (laughs) We just have to realize how lucky we are. If you think of wartime or anything like that, we've got our warm homes, we've got food. Um, we have to look at more positive uh, light on this whole matter. And for people that have gone and picked up some of the rapid tests and are hoarding them, I think it's important to share them with your neighbors. Like, this isn't the time to be keeping for yourself. Do you remember when the toilet paper thing happened and everybody was <laughs> yes. running out and, and taking toilet paper and there was none left in the store? We just have to really think about those kind of things because it's we're getting close to another holiday and we're supposed to be thinking about our neighbors and our friends and our blessings. And I really think we need to reflect on that and not be so afraid of everything that's going on right now. So I I just wanted to call in and say that. You know what? That's a great message. Uh, it's positive. It's a holiday. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, what's the true meaning of the holiday? And you're right. We are lucky. Uh, you know, we're here. We're talking about our booster shots. Well, there are a lot of countries where people can't get their first shot. Exactly. And, uh, you know, we are lucky in Canada. This is a wealthy country. Mm-hmm. And, I totally agree. You know, we're we're used to comfort. Yeah. But, um, you know, this is a we live in a great place. Uh, 
And yeah, there are, you know, fair number of snafus, but it's holiday time and let's think about what's pleasant. I think that's a good thought. And I also want to just say, we just have to go back to the mandate. You know, we just like do our hand washing, wear our masks and keep our social distance because that's getting really lax now. I find the social distance. Yeah. I was in a store the other day and a lady stood right beside me and I said, we're still in a pandemic. Do you mind just stepping back? And she was okay with it. But I think people are just forgetting the fact that we're still living this. And maybe we just have to be reminded to just step back and keep our distance and do all the things that we were doing to try and really get this under control. Well, I think that if you ask people nicely, they'll move exactly. back. Uh, Jamie, thanks very much and Merry Christmas. Thank you, Libby. Happy holidays. Thanks. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, let us go to Lynn in Stony Creek. Hi, Libby. How are you? Fine. How are you? Ah, uh, belated happy birthday. Thank you. 29 again. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I was. Okay. Listen, you know those yellow immunization cards we yeah. get when, we're, when, we, uh, when we get our boosters and stuff? Yeah, we used to get them uh, back in the old analog days, yes. Okay, I didn't know that. Um, why can't the ones who have them have that? Have the needle on there instead of that yellow piece of paper, that piece of paper from the government. Okay, well, w- what we have from the government now is a QR code. Uh, they're accepting paper for those of us who don't have technology, but but uh, we're getting uh, a QR code as a barcode. Uh, did you get a barcode? Do you have a smartphone? I, well, yeah, I do now. Okay, well, My daughter made me get it. Well, your daughter is right, and uh, you just keep it on your phone so you can show it if you go to places that require it. And keep a paper copy, copy oh, in case yeah. something goes down. Okay, uh, thank you. Merry Christmas. Okay, Merry Christmas. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay, we still have a very few minutes left, but I can take a few more calls. 416-360-0740, toll-free one 866 744 740 and it is a week before Christmas. We've had all this news this week. Are you changing your plans? Are you cutting back maybe on any get-together or celebration you've had? Uh, you, the government also told us that we can get free rapid antigen tests. Uh, did you score any of those? I heard from a couple of people who paid for them. And in a place called Turkey Point, a woman called Sunday got them for $4. <laughs> that sounds like a good deal to me. Um, yeah, $4? Write me down for that. Uh, so want to know. And we just heard from a caller, Jamie, who is reminding us that we should count our blessings and we should think about the positive. And isn't that what the holiday is all about? Okay. Let's go to Les in Brentford. Hi, Les. Hi. Um, funny thing happened. I, I took the rapid test and I read the label. Guess where they're made? We're in China. Exactly. Of course. <laughs> okay. I just thought I'd share that with you. Well, why did you take the test now? Was there any particular reason? I, I had a doctor's appointment, uh, had a bit of a nasal infection, and before the doctor would see me, they required that I take a test. Yeah, a lot of doctors require that. 
So, yeah. uh, and, and was it a free test? I I had some tests. My wife works at a hospital, so they, she received some of the test kits. First time I used it, though. Okay. Uh, that sounds good. And I'm okay, glad you don't you. have it. Yeah, so am I. <laughs> okay. Thank you very thank you. much, Les. Okay, Doc in Mimico. Hi, Doc. Hi, Libby. How you doing? Fine. So, Libby, I just like to say that uh, the people that are vaxxed are I'm triple vaxxed because I work in uh, in the hospital. But all the people that are triple vaxxed, if they shut down the country again, the problem is they're going to uh, make the anti-vaxxers. They're going to go well. Why get vaxxed when they're shutting us down anyway? Well, uh, at this point, I've said this before, I think the anti-vaxxers, if if they have not been convinced yet, either by watching the numbers, by watching the ICUs, or by being barred from all kinds of places, I don't think anything is going to convince them. So uh, let's just worry about everybody else. And, you know, we've seen that you can even get a breakthrough case if you're triple vaxxed, but it, it's more likely to be asymptomatic or very mild if you've had all of that rather than ending up in the hospital. Sounds good to me. Yeah, yeah well, I, I already had uh, COVID and I was asymptomatic too. But the problem that I'm really having now is if they shut the place down, because they've been saying for like a year and a year and a bit, you have to get your shots and even... Premier Ford said that the other day. He says, I'm not shutting down. We need to get needles in the arms. And I agree with him. And now uh, Quebec shut down and stuff like that. It's, it's not shut down. Getting- it just has some more restrictions. They just, uh, they, they just you know, reduce the number of people that can gather. Well, uh, zero in the Montreal Canadian game last night. Not one, not one fan at the hockey game. Oh, right, the hockey game. But you know, yeah. you can have people over to your house. Yeah, and the and the other issue is, uh, um, like all these people are supposed to be double and triple vax going into these places. Yeah, but so, uh, they're still. I mean, they're you know they they can take off their masks to eat and drink. There's a lot of shouting. Um, yeah, I would not have felt comfortable going to one of those places. Anyway, Doc, thank you very much for your call. Thank you, Libby. Have a good holiday. Okay. I'm going to take one more very quick one, Brenda, in Don Mills. Hi, Libby. Hi. I uh, called with a couple of comments. The first one, I just wanted to... We're going to leave it to one comment because I'm running out of time here. Go ahead. I'll I'll edit to the most positive one. I want to give a real shout out to the small independent pharmacies that in our experience and in the experience of many of our friends have been very responsive about getting boosters booked in in contrast to some of the bigger, bigger pharmacies that, you know, are, are a lot of people rely on. So I'm impressed with the small guys. I think uh, they've been really responsive. Okay. That's good to hear. That's a good note. Brenda, thank you very much for your call. Have a good holiday season. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. Okay. Uh, that is all the time we have for Fight Back for today and for this week. I'll be back here on Monday as we coast into the holiday. I'll actually be back here on Friday too, which will be our Christmas Eve edition of 
free for all. So um, lots of opportunity for us to talk next week. And that's all the time we have for today. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.